I wasted a lot of time thinking about wasted time. I'm a man with a calendar. Trust. But I can't clock in the minutes where my mind decided to take an extended lunch break to the corner of doubt and fear. Hmm. Or was it Insecurity Avenue? Maybe Burnout Street? That's probably it. Anyway, let's take a look at the calendar of wasted time. Sunday the fun day. Sleeping into 11.30, catching the sun rays, contemplating what's for work on Monday, sighing, sipping coffee, and laughing. But oh hey, by the time it's Tuesday, I already wish it was Friday. On Wednesday, I waste my time thinking about if she thinks of me as much as I think of her. On Thursday is only but a prequel to a Friday freakout. No, not Freaky Friday, but nothing's freakier. But when the roles have switched and I am the one to start and say, Hey, I gotta talk. And we gotta talk. That the extra set of periods that follow my I love yous are stepping stones into my heart. But that clearly means nothing, right? That we're clearly just friends, right? On Friday, I waste my time thinking about if I should have done things differently. If I should have said things differently. But Saturday's for scavenging. Picking up the pieces of myself that I lost throughout the week, like broken glass on a beach that stretched to infinity and the lost. Yo, if I had a dollar for every thought that was added to the calendar of wasted time, I'd be a billionaire and a half. And that's a damn shame. Peace. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What is up, homies? And welcome to 2022. This is the first podcast of the year. It's your boy, the low-key poet, and these are my memos. Um, hi. <laughs> um, before we get into the poem here, I would like to say thank you. Um, I know a lot of you have been bugging me and asking, where's episode 7? Where's episode 7? Um, but I will say that I, I took the last remaining time uh, of the year last year after episode 6 to really think about what I wanted um, the podcast to say and kind of what it looks like and how it's presented to people. And so um, I switched over platforms and now we're on Anchor um, and now I will be streaming to also Apple Music, Google Play um, and other platforms that I'm going to be trying to get at, um, but also uploading reels on my Instagram. Um, you can follow me at all of these places at ZachJ.Angelus. Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> welcome to the new year. Um, this poem uh, that I wrote, I really wanted it to be more of a reintroduction um, to myself, to the podcast, and to the year. Um, and so I wanted to touch base on many, 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 many different topics about myself um, and what I've been thinking um, in the spirit of, you know, the season of goal setting and the season of 
um, kind of manifesting the year and energy that you want for the for the for for the next twelve months, basically. Um, and so I present the poem, uh, "The Calendar of Wasted Time." Um, this one, this one was definitely a testament to my overthinking nature. Uh, I will say that um, going through like the days of the week, it really, really v shows the various types of thoughts that go into my mind. Um, I will say that I was pulling days that were prominent to moments that were past in my life. Um, I will, I will say that these are not, well, some of these, some of these, some of these are not current thoughts, sort of. Um, but some of these are current thoughts. And um, I really wanted to bring the idea that as much as you believe you're an organized person, like for me, I believe that I'm an organized person, there's always going to be a list, a, a pile, a uh, culmination of moments that are your free time and sometimes the free time is not spent well um and so with the calendar of wasted time this is kind of cataloging the moments where it was unhealthy free time i was using the free time that i had to contemplate think without any action without any drive um more of a more of many steps back than steps forward. Um, there's nothing wrong with taking steps back, taking you know, taking a step back and resting and relaxing is always, always a good thing to have, um, as long as you're maintaining also strides that are going even further than before. Um, and so, in goal setting, I really wanted to. Uh, expose those moments where I had those those uh, undocumented uh, minutes of my mental breaks, you know, um, because I like this. Looking at this year for myself, I I want to do so much, you know. I want to pivot my income. I want to make, um, you know, not not just my art my main deal, but you know into this world of teaching and workshopping. Um, and that requires a lot of uh, dedicated time to curriculum planning, you know, event planning, um, writing writing uh, statements for uh, <laughs> basically shooting my shot at every organization, school to get my programs in, you know. Um, and so there's a lot. There's a lot to do. Um, like I'm, I'm one of those people where I legitimately hate explaining what I do to the world because it, 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 the list is so immense. Um, but people always ask me, Hey, like, how do you manage your time and how do you do all these things? And I tell you what, there are moments where I don't, you know, I'm only human. <laughs> I'm only human. Um, and, and so like recognizing these moments where we're, we're quote unquote wasting time, um, really just kick your ass you know you kick your own ass a little bit um but let's let's dive into the poem here um even the first line i wasted a lot of time thinking about wasting time 
Um, and then I really, I really emphasize the fact that I, I am a man of the calendar. Um, I know people, many people in, in my, my age, um, are discovering the power of, of planning. You know, I, I follow this rule where it, if it's not in my planner, it doesn't exist. <laughs> um, as bad as that it sounds, um, for me, I my my brain is moving at like a million miles an hour, um, and having something very physical and tangible in my possessions that I can look at every day to remind me what I'm supposed to be doing today helps. <laughs> Um, because you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have to, you have to rail in your overthinking nature, you know, to my overthinkers out there, power to you guys, but also we're literally zookeepers of our thoughts. <laughs> um, and you know, being a zookeeper of your own, um, zoo of a mind, um, you have to control it to some degree. You know, this is where self-awareness comes in and this is where, um, contemplation and planning come in. Um, you know, it, it's not that I'm a control freak, but it's more of a, I want to be present in these moments that I promise with people. Um, and so I will put them in my calendar to be like, Hey, like I will dedicate this time because I can, um, from what it, sees, it says here in the book, I have the, this amount of time to dedicate to you and I will, um, and so that 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 kind of sets the mood of like, yeah, I plan, but I can't plan for this. <laughs> um, on the lunch break of doubt, fear. So I I tackled these like four different avenues of things that I feel like hinder a lot of us: doubt, fear, insecurity, and burnout. Um, those are like the four streets, four avenues that, um, I kind of laid out there. Uh, for me personally, um, doubt and fear are something that go hand in hand. Um, I become fearful when I'm more doubtful. When there's more doubt, I have more fear. Um, and so for the longest time, I have been doubtful of in a creativeness of my work. Um, I've been doubtful in... Um, you know, my, my presentation to the world and how I, uh, the world perceives me ill, <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, you know, I'll talk about this. Um, I was experimenting with, uh, doubt through, I don't know if any of you play D and D, but, um, there is this, this community, um, where I play a game um, more or less like D and D and my character was a very doubtful spirit. Um, and so <clears throat> I, I utilized that to my, my, uh, advantage and wanted to see how would life be if I continued to live in doubt? And if I continued to live in doubt, what ended up happening was nothing was going to get done. The world was going to end. And, <laughs> When the world rested on your shoulders to make decisions, doubt wasn't a good enough excuse to not do anything about it, you know? Um, and so I became less fearful when I believed that 
I believed in myself, you know, and I believed in the abilities and capabilities that I have. Um, I'm going to talk about this in like a creative sense. If you document the amount of time, hours that you not only doing your creative task or your, you know, you're painting a, a photo or you're sculpting a vase or you're uh, di doing digital graphics on the computer, even even the moments, the hours, the minutes that you're even thinking about and conceptualizing the steps that you need to take to do said creative tasks is is a lot. It adds up to the hours you're actually prepping and doing it. And so when you spend a lot of time prepping and doing X amount of activities, X amount of creative activities, and people want that from you, or people are seeking that from you, then clearly there is value in what you're doing and there's no reason for you to be doubtful of your own skills that you developed. And so in a creative sense, um, I guess this is just me preaching to all of my creative homies. Um, put in the work, put in the time, and the skill will come, you know. Um, the conversation of talent versus skill. What a conversation. In high school, my one of my teachers told me that talent only takes you so far. The people that work hard enough to get where they want to go and to do the things that they want to do, those are the people. Those are the dangerous people that will actually get there. Um, but the other avenues and streets that I talk about is insecurity and burnout. Two, two big streets. Two big streets. I apologize. My nose is a little running this morning. Um, but... Uh, the next couple of streets is insecurity and burnout. And so those are obviously two other big avenues that hinder us from moving forward. Um, but I'm not going to dive into those things um, yet, I will say, yet. Because there are some poems in the future that I will be coming out with that talk about insecurity and burnout. But let's proceed with the calendar of wasted time and talk about Sunday. <laughs> um to me, Sunday feels like Sunday is the day where I wake up late. <laughs> I'm not the person that like I I personally hate sleeping in past twelve. Um, if I if I wake up past twelve, me being in Hawaii, like twelve o'clock is peak sun hour. I am a I am not about to be sweaty in my bed, period. <laughs> so, like. You know, to me, sleeping into 11.30, catching the sun rays is cutting it close. <laughs> um, but Sunday to me, I think the connotation behind Sunday is people, people, you know, people go to church, people hang out with family. Um, this is the day where people don't do anything. But the, the lingering haunting ghost that happens on Sunday is the fact that we're working on Monday. Um, so even on Sunday, we're having this kind of like shade of elusive stress that's already there, right? Um, and recognizing that even though Sunday is supposed to be the fun day, it's supposed to be the day that we start the week off relaxed. Monday's about to hit us like a truck. 
you ever you ever hear of uh when you're about to take an impact like re- relaxing is the best thing that you, sh- you should be doing um this is kind of it um but what's really funny is that here on the islands there's some there's some places that actually reject monday altogether and just people are closed on monday which i think is great i think is a is a great model <laughs> to follow because the hatreds of monday is such a is such a societal construct of like the working the five days a week right like the way that we've structured the five days a week in a seven day week is condemning society <laughs> the unforeseen rule book that is you know what <laughs> that is such a broad broad like a step back um i will say that the way that society structures weeks if you've ever thought about why a week is like that or why why there's a weekday and a weekend it's because it's because somebody made it up you know and i think i think that's you following that structure just is a statement of you being part of the herd because sure majority and almost all of society follows the set the stem of a weekday and a weekend um but when you're doing things that you love and you're doing things not even just not even just work but things that you love period you're gonna be doing them as many days as you want regardless if it's a weekend or a weekday um but clearly by Tuesday, I already wish it was Friday because I, <laughs> because who doesn't love a Friday? You know, all of my, all of my, all of my events are on Friday and Friday is usually the day where, where people feel the most relieved. Um, if you haven't noticed when the, throughout the week, you guys have probably noticed this, but people are really grumpy on Mondays. It's unfortunate, really. Um, and people are very ecstatic on Fridays, right? And I think that's crazy, you know? I think that's crazy that the the lifestyle that we live dictates, like, our already general mood of our well-being while we're working, you know? Um, can you think about that for a second? Where imagine, like, you just don't, like, starting your week off because you're going back from doing nothing to doing something. And then you only feel free when you're going from doing something to doing nothing. But then your nothing is your everything. See, now that's wild, right? <laughs> I'm not telling all of you to jump ship and make, be entrepreneurs and do things that you love, but it's something to think about, you know, where, um, this corporate world that we live in really, really impacts our mental health because even just the basic structure of working hinders us from feeling, um, the way that we want to feel. Um, but on Wednesday, I waste my time thinking about if she thinks of me as much as I think of her. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs>
I have this habit. I am a I am a person that falls too hard too fast. <laughs> a lot of my friends, if you are listening, you're probably nodding your head very violently right now. <laughs> but I am I am definitely an individual that falls hard and falls fast. Um and so many many times I think with the girls that I've dated and the relationships that I've had um I've always felt like I've been very conscious and thoughtful of my partners or whoever I'm dating um a lot more than they have um but I think that that ties in also with my with my nature of overthinking where you know like I could I could I could make things sentimental when they don't have to. That's I think that's the part that that kicks me in the ass the most is um making things more sentimental than they need to be. Um because I'm a big person on like oh my god, you know like they like like image association, right? If if you did something with somebody and there was something there that was present, like for example, like this pen, you know, like I have a pen in my hand right now. Like if this pen was the pen that, like, I'm going to just lay out this scene. Like, imagine we're at a restaurant and, like, this pen was a pen that, uh, I don't know, our waiter gave to sign the check. And, you know, like, this pen is, like, oh. <laughs> like, this pen dropped on the ground and like we picked it up at the same time and our hands touched and like all this type of romantic shit that that sentimental kind of deal i'd hold that for a while <laughs> you know i i would i would hold that moment in my brain for so long for longer than it needs to and really and just literally recreate that moment in my head time and time again but that's just the person i am you know um I will I will remember very very pinnacle moments of like where I feel flustered or where where I feel nervous or where I feel happy or we've laughed like a lot and I just I will remember those moments like tried and true um uh but when it gets to like being in a relationship right moving on to Thursday. When I say that the roles have switched, I'm talking about the emotional communication. Um, for me, I am very upfront and honest with my feelings. Um, and that is, like, Especially, especially in like romantic relationships, I would say especially in romantic relationships. I will over communicate, um, but that's because I don't want my partner to feel like I'm holding out on any information, and I I don't really like to play the games, and so. I will tell them straight up how I'm feeling about certain things, um, about things they've said. Like, like I will say 
while I'm on dates, there's always this moment of like reflection. <laughs> when I'm on dates, there's always this moment of reflection while I'm on dates. Because if some if, if like I'm having a conversation with somebody, right? And there's something that I really like that they said. Like like for example, if we're talking about like if we're talking about like the exchange of energy, right? And our our beliefs on the exchange of like energies of people align with each other, I will tell her, Hey, I really liked when you said this, <laughs> you know? Um because dot dot dot. Um or even like I, I've done this on dates as well where like if if the conversation's really good, she's looking really good, the setting that I've set the scene in is really good, I will literally tell a girl, hey, not gonna lie, I'm pretty nervous right now, <laughs> you know? Um But like for me, like I, I need to be like this open and vulnerable and like just just say my feelings out because um to me, it's too much work for me to hold it back, you know? Um, It's too much work for me to play this game, hold it back, and pretend, and, like, just, like, play the long con and, like, milk it until, like, the right moment, you know? And, and don't get me wrong. There's a beauty in, like, waiting a certain time and saying it. But for me, I get really overwhelmed really easily. Especially when, like, I'm just talking with someone and, like, there's so many thoughts that are happening in my mind that I can't, I can't, like, maintain the conversation without, like, emptying the cup, you know? I can't keep pouring into the cup when there's too much in the cup, so I have to let some of it out. Um, but that's, those are, like, circumstances before a relationship, like, in a relationship um i'm usually the person to be like hey like let's talk you know um i'm not a avid person on like having long fights for no reason <laughs> i think it's stupid <laughs> um if you can squash something and talk about it and like like don't get me wrong i i believe in the giving space to think about your feelings um, but there has to be a moment where you come together and seriously talk about it, you know, um, because yeah, I will gladly take the moment to, to gather my feelings and then I will express them to you very quickly, <laughs> you know, um, and that's, that's, that's something that I believe a, a healthy, healthy relationship should have. But this one line that I added in there, it touches on the uh, aspect of uh, situationships. Um, the extra set of periods that I follow, um, the extra set of periods that follow my I love yous are stepping stones into my heart. But that clearly means nothing, right? <laughs> um, if you guys don't know what a situationship is, this is something that's like, a newly developed like millennial millennial zoomer like type of relationship i mean I've, i'm pretty sure that it has existed before but that title and that label has been coming around a little bit more often 
where you're in this complicated relationship with someone based on situation, right? Um and a lot of times it's like uh it's like uh you guys are vibing well, you guys are hitting it off, but like the situation's not right, so you guys are not together, like officially. Um even though one party may want to be more than just friends. Um, I've been in many situations like that. Um, but like I said, these are only, this is only like the, the tip of the iceberg, like touching on general topics, poem. I could talk about these for hours, <laughs> but I'm going to leave off with the situationship so we can move on to Friday. Um, <clears throat> sorry, that's helping with my nose. But I will say that if you're willing to be in a situationship, then don't complain if it doesn't work out. <laughs> I've personally learned to ditch situationships if that's what it's going to be, I don't want to put in more energy than I have to, to with somebody that's clearly not going to commit to me. Plain and simple. Uh, moving on to Friday. <laughs> I waste my time thinking about things I should have done differently. The regret. The, uh, when the When the insecurity about your decision settle in. That's what Friday is. Um... And you know, a lot of the times it's like you can wish all you want that things were differently, but it already happened. You know, accepting the reality and choices you've already made and dealing with them accordingly is something you need to bite. And that's okay. You know, you chose that decision for a reason. So roll with it. You know, roll with it. On Saturday, I'm scavenging. Ah, so this one, this one was um something for me where I am a very like extroverted, ambiverted person where I can be very extroverted, which I usually am, but um my battery when my battery runs out, I I I run into a cave and hide in the dark for a long time, or not a long time for some time, um. But picking up the pieces of myself that I lost throughout the week, um, I like to explain my energy, my energy, the way that I interact with the world's energy is, it's like, it's like plaque on teeth, you know? Um, when I, when I take on the world, the world's energy, I chew on it. I chew on the world's energy and the little you know bits and pieces that let left on my teeth the teeth of my own energy i brush off um recognizing that a lot of this stuff that's stuck um in my mouth's energy <laughs> it's a weird way to put it it's not mine you know it's not mine and it doesn't belong here um so usually at some point in the week i try to scrub off the energy of the world that's not mine so that I can decipher and live in my own energy and recognize that this is me. Um, and then this last bit, 
you know, if I had a dollar for every thought that I added to the calendar of wasted time, I'd be a billionaire and a half. This is me recognizing that I should stop. I should stop wasting time on these thoughts um, so that I can actually do the things that I need to do. Um, and really thinking about it like that, you know, in the, in this aspect of value, um, a lot of people say time is money, effort is money. Uh, imagine like the hours that you spent thinking about somebody that doesn't think of you or the hours you spent, um, the hours that you spent uh, thinking about things you should have done or the hours that you spent um, excessively lounging away doing whatever it is you do. Those extra moments could have been used to doing something that you love to do. Could have been used for something <laughs> for an event to learn something or to for a moment to have actual productive reflection, you know, to learn about yourself. Um, it doesn't have to be actual like, yeah, you could have used those thoughts to like drive your your business and blah 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 blah. No, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. These are these these are what I listed. These things that I listed the the calendar of wasted time. Those things, if they were transformed into events where you were learning about yourself, where you were improving a discipline, improving a skill, that's more valuable than these moments that are wasting your time. <laughs> so I encourage all of you to think about the moments where you're wasting time. Think about your own calendar of wasted time and fucking erase some of that shit <laughs> this is 2022 friends okay we are stepping into this new time it may feel the same as 2021 just a little bit low-key but there's still a lot of stuff for you to do to learn to develop to master so do that You only got so many days on the calendar, you know? <coughs> you only got so many days on the calendar. So use them wisely. But thank you guys for your patience again. And thank you for listening. This is your low-key poet. And thank you for listening to my memos. Um, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify. Google Play, Apple Music, YouTube, as well as my Instagram. Um, I will catch you guys in two weeks. Thank you so much. And y'all are fucking beautiful. Peace. <laughs>